0: women podcast for your career and your life no matter what business you're in
1: Hello and welcome to the Northern Power Women podcast. My name is Simone and this is our winner season of the podcast and it, it was a great opportunity for me to chat to some of the remarkable individuals and organizations who took home one of our beautiful trophies in this year's Northern Power Women 2023 awards and it's always great because I get the chance to sort of track back and find out what people have been up to, the story behind uh, those victories and what's going to happen next, and next person I'm going to be talking to is the wonderful Nikayla Talkington who not only won this year's levelling up award um, but also was commended back in 2020 uh, in the innovation category for Flourish which is the company that you are not only founder but managing director of Flourish Together CIC so Nikayla welcome welcome back again a double winner if you like. I suppose yeah I do have two of these beautiful shiny awards so I'm very lucky. (laughs) You do have a large one and a small one are they different colours I can't remember they are
0: yes i've got my innovation ones are shiny shiny silver and then the uh one that i just won the leveling up uh winner is a gorgeous kind of purpley color so yes they're different every year aren't they they're
1: really beautiful they are and the shiny ones the reflective ones they were designed to be it was our year five which ended up being the uh the covid covid one where a lovely lady bought it to
0: me um and i it was that year where Because I wasn't going out, I'd only dressed up halfway up. (laughs) And when she came, I've got my jeans and these scruffy socks on. But, yeah, anyway, it was very lovely very thoughtful
1: that was a mission and a half it was a mission and a half I was adamant that that year that even though we were doing it virtually I, I wanted people to have the trophies in their hand on the evening so I had to want to find out where every one of our shortlists was living we then had to find someone who could socially distance deliver a trophy it was ridiculous really it was ridiculous but it was uh it was it was brilliant but yeah that re- the, the shiny ones were designed to be it was that year five and it was designed to be like a reflection uh which didn't always work well for the photos because it did reflect on but anyway it's a whole other thing you you won the leveling up leader uh, this year um, and you know after you got over the shock which I know you're in shock (laughs) because and half dressed what did it what did it mean to you?
0: (laughs) Well certainly uh, yeah watching the video back uh, I think you collared me as a rabbit in the headlights you can see the shock on my face um, and yeah really unexpected Uh, you know the wider competition was so high and I was just really humbled to see that somebody like me working at, at the grassroots coalface of levelling up, you know, w- won the award. Um, I, I think I sometimes forget the scale, the depth and the ripple effect of our work. And it was it was great. Um, also, because two of my former heroes I read in the programme catalogue had won this before, Donna Hall, now Professor Donna Hall and Erica Rushton who I admire so much for their work. So it was really a, a pinch myself moment.
1: Oh, and why shouldn't you be up there? You're doing absolutely amazing work, which we'll touch on on, on a bit in a second. But um, did you carry the award round in your handbag, as you said you will? Because I know on social media a few weeks back, I saw you at, at one of your amazing Flourish events uh, there with the trophy in your hand, taking it on tour.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, yes. Um, as you'll know, you know, it's a little bit big to carry in your handbag. Um, and this beautifully fragile work of art that, uh, is it Gemma? Gemma Truman creates? It is. Um, you know, so it's been traveling around in its box, I'm afraid. But yes, we've been doing the rounds. Um, and I initially celebrated with some fellow change makers at an event in North Manchester, like the week after. Um, it's been to Tameside, where we're developing our second social enterprise hub. Um, and that was bought out. And uh, we also had it at our launch event. That might be what you've seen. Uh, we had some photos at our launch event where you may, you may have seen that where we've just launched our first community hub and co-working space. And um, it's just above Heath Chapel station. And we had it there. So um, winning this award, certainly a, a team effort uh, for me anyway. So I felt it's important to spread the love, share the success and celebrate it across communities, you know, so that we're supporting um, you know them to level up. Um, you know, alongside us, it's really important to get get that out there and see um, these things are attainable, I suppose, and to and to share share what we've all been creating together.
1: And that's amazing uh, for me to hear because that's in essence where the awards were created to encourage people to high five their own personal achievements and their collective achievements. So it's great to hear that. And and this year, or I know that you're coming up to your a decade of Flourish together, CIC, aren't you? You've got a big celebration coming up, which I can't wait to come along to. Tell me, tell me about Flourish. Together. Yeah, well,
0: it's a good point. We'll be bringing our award, our shiny award, back out at our ten year uh, anniversary celebrations. They're happening on the twenty fourth of November. Uh, you will be getting an invitation. Uh, so look out for that. And, you know, case of the more the merrier. Um, yeah, we've certainly evolved and we've entered a new chapter, I would say. Um, we're now delivering um, regular social enterprise support programmes. Uh, we've been winning new and, new and repeat contracts from a range of sources um, and delivering several consultancy projects each year. So it feels, you know, we've become quite solid and even more solid with our community hubs that are opening Um you know, although I would say, you know, we've definitely not lost our core focus on supporting women as a force for social change. That's ultimately what we're about. And 80% of our work is focused on supporting diverse women to lead change that they say needed in communities. So um, we're looking forward to seeing where
1: the next 10 years takes us, that's for sure. Can you tell us some of those stories? I always think that the real life stories really resonate with our listeners out there. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, so, you know, in terms of the people, you know, the list is endless. You know, I was having a think about this and um, there's a fantastic woman, Kerry from Max Tracks. um, She set up um, a kind of cycling and and, um, scooter and skate park in Delamere Park in North Manchester. Um, She was one of the women who we celebrated the awards with first, you know, uh, but uh, she is wonderful and we've been helping her do all sorts of things from, you know, building her own confidence and self-belief to get this Park off skate park off the ground for the children, young people, and families to enjoy in the local area. She's also accessed some support from us around um, bid writing. She secured some funding. We've helped to write a, a, a kind of business plan to help her secure an asset. There was a, a derelict, redundant building in the park that hadn't been open for years. She's now received the asset transfer for that. And, you know, we helped to create, there's a lot of paperwork goes involved in all of that. and We've helped to do the boring bits so that she can do the really transformational bits. And um, there's a lady called Najwa up and coming. We're actually s- going to celebrate um, the Spirit of Manchester Awards with her that she's been shortlisted for, the kind of Manchester-based awards for the voluntary community sector. And um, she set up a social enterprise cafe in Burnage um, alongside Southway Housing and taking over the cafe there, employing uh, women um, from marginalised communities, uh, bringing sort of diverse cultural foods to people in the area. Um, It's it's a really interesting and really vibrant place. We've been helping her with, again, just getting the right bank account set up um, and looking at how to overcome different challenges, get those cash flow forecasts and finances in order so she knows uh, she's, you know, on the right track and that Southway Housing and others who invest in that that project, you know, com- um, comfortably and uh, invest in her. And I'd, I'd say uh, there's our own, you know, Fran Barker Mills. Um, she was uh, shortlisted for Mentor of the Year at, at the awards this time around. Um, we've been supporting her to develop Coming Home. She's using a lived experience to help women leaving prison with personal and emotional um, development needs, but also to help them break barriers into paid work. And, and actually, uh, she's now working with us at the Flourish team, helping develop our sort of hubs and programs. So, lots of people. And I'd, I'd, I'd also say, you know, as alongside the people, um, when we think about the transformation of what's been going on, you know, over the last few years, off the back of a couple of the small contracts, really, no, no more than a sort of twenty, thirty grand each, we've provided really intensive bid writing support to over fifty uh, organizations led by diverse women. And through that, you know, when you think about the economic side of leveling up. We help those fifty organisations at grassroots levels apply for one point five million in, in all kinds of different types of funding and we actually enable them to secure almost a million pounds of what, what we went for. Um, you know, that's not just a great success rate for us, but we feel that by doing this we're really helping people level up and helping those smaller organisations, um, you know, or the underdog access the cash to lead their own destiny, you know, and make a local impact, you know, along the way.
1: Do you know, that, that, and that really resonates, you know, we're a micro business and often you've just talked about all those things that can, if you like, get in the way or be the distraction, but they're absolutely really key. Like the, you know, the bid writing, like the forecasting, you know, or, or the balance sheets, all that kind of thing. It's really, it, it, it can be a distraction, can't it? And you think, oh, it, it, it helps you, it, you know, it stops you from kind of getting the, that, that growth in your own business. Why did you start this? Was this from personal experience?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll come back. To that but i'll just say um in addition to, to all the challenges that everybody has i'd say a lot of the women that we work with have got additional barriers you know we found through the work we've been doing in recent years through our time to grow program and our flourishing futures finding financial resilience programs that um, women have a lot of other barriers it might be mental health barriers there might be physical health there might be we've a lot, quite a lot of women in our network have got um dyslexia or might be on um you know the autistic spectrum there's, there's a real mixture of of additional, supposed additional needs and the processes and the formats for how people are meant to progress with their lives, their ideas, their businesses are quite prohibitive. We we help come in and, and, and break through some of that and, and that's something that people just forget. <laughs> and in terms of why did I set this up? Why did I set this up? I mean, gosh, I always forget. I mean, I don't forget at all, but basically um, I'd worked in the voluntary community and social enterprise world for you know, nearly 20 years at that point, you know, 15 to 20 years. And um, I'd worked with a lot of, of women and I'd seen how actually in the social enterprise world, women can lead and women excel and over f- or about 50% of social enterprises are founded and led by women, which is quite a contrast to the, the private sector. So I just thought, you know, what would happen if we could enable more women to make a, a living or um, whilst, sorry, make a difference while earning a living lead and influence change um, and you know there's the flip side of that as well where there's you know me there at the time as I still am you know single single parent myself um, you know having sort of hidden hidden barriers along the way um, I just thought you know if I'd not had the support network that i would had the confidence to, to just get out there you you've not got the same advantage so we just wanted to make sure we could create that wraparound I guess support almost like a family really for people to fall back to um, to give them the strength and the confidence and technical skills to to really push ahead and lead change they saw needed. So that's really how it was all born.
1: Well, and, and you know, we're in challenging times right now, um, you know, across the globe, obviously, for ourselves right here in the UK and, and equally in the north of England. Um, has, has this sort of, amp, you know, sort of accelerated or sort of added more to your workload uh, and made it harder?
0: Interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I, you know, and I was thinking about this question. I thought, you know, it's not, me- you know, it's not made our work harder. Um, you know, I've seen tough times for decades in one way or another, you know, in my own life across communities. And I think, you know, I'm ever the optimist. Um, and I see, you know, this is a really important time and a really important opportunity to help people keep the faith, you know, maintain hope um, and unlock their inner the resilience, entrepreneurship, you know, and supporting women in particular to innovate solutions in society you know to these societal challenges that we face all around us, whether you know it's about injustice or whether it's about cost of living or the environment or anything else. Um, you know, as, as I said, I think helping women to ensure they're earning a living whilst making a difference is, you know, is absolutely key when these kinds of challenges bite. Um, but I think you know it's something we're experts in, you know, if I could be so bold. <laughs> and um, you know, there's now more of a need than ever. So if, you know the challenge has been dealing with the scale and the growth and having more need um, for for the kind of work that we do. Um, But, you know, we're certainly creating a platform to get, you know, the powers that be the budget holders to listen. I feel that there's a little, little bit of progress around that. It feels like it's getting slightly easier to, to, to to get those people in positions of power and budget holders to, to to pay attention post COVID and in the current climate. And it feels like there's been a shift um, a little bit. So, you know, there's a long way to go um, that I think, you know, I think feels like a lot of people are facing in the right direction at the moment, or maybe we've all been forced to think collectively because of COVID, because of these difficult sort of financial um, sort of times we're in. Um, so so let's see, and what I was thinking, you know, our first utility bills are going to start coming in for this hub that we've opened in Heaton Chapel. So I'm dreading that and uh, <laughs> ask me, ask me when the bills come in <laughs> I'll soon tell you.
1: I know we gathered just shortly after the awards, we gathered all our winners and commended on the podcast to uh, hear the, to sort of summarise in three words what they were feeling and, uh, and uh, the excitement around the awards. And I know one of the things we talked about was collaboration. Uh, and I know collaboration is a word that you're, you know, you know in an action you're very passionate about as, as we are. Um, but how can we do more about collaboration around the levelling up agenda specifically? We
0: talked about getting together and getting lots of our, the levelling up leaders past and, and present in a room. And there are other people, no doubt, in the North Power Women Network and beyond who have such great um, knowledge, experience and uh, innovative solutions for things. I think coming together to um, discuss and think and you know co-create is, is one way. Um, but I know you've been pacing... The length and breadth of the country for years and have all sorts of fingers in political pies at, with a big p and a small p and i think we were a really powerful force to both bring intel to um, the powers that be whether they're um, you know strategic leaders political leaders or anyone else and i think um we can short circuit and make solutions happen quicker and um, if we can you know get in a room, you know, with key people who need people like us, frankly. You know, I sit in strategic conversations all the time and we're able to bring much more current intel to their thinking because we're much closer to the ground. And likewise, the Northern Power Women Network could do that too, I think, in terms of, shifting (laughs) shifting hearts and minds and budgets and, and anything else that needs to happen to you know unlock potential create change and build a stronger you know economy and social economy
1: well there's no barrier now with our you know with sort of our digital and virtual meetings then well there we go there's an action for us to take away me particularly let's enable that to happen let's bring some of your heroes to the table as well your heroines to the table and I think that but I think it's that power, isn't it? The power of that, using that power for good, bringing that collective intelligence, your Donna Halls, your Erica Rushton's, your Adrienne Kelby's of the world and, and yourself. Like, you know, look what you've done, look what we're hearing about what you've already created and enabled so far.
0: And I think that, um, I was going to say that doing this, um, whether it's in a formal way or informal way, I was just going to let you know that Nikki from the Peace Hall, um, who was a, a runner-up in this category, we've stayed in contact and um, I believe um, you've got a podcast coming up with her soon, but would you to meet up And, you know, scheme some thoughts um, and build connections before the end of the year. So I think these things can happen formally and informally. And the more they happen, the better,
1: really. One hundred percent. Absolutely. There's no such thing as a a bad collaboration. And for anyone listening out there, um, you know, how can they collaborate with you for that that, that greater social good? And it doesn't matter how big or small um, that partnership may be.
0: Yeah. So, you know, they just got to reach out, really. You know, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Google or they can look at our flourishing together. Uh, uh, flourishtogether.org.uk website uh, they can come to our 10 year celebrations, we'll have all sorts of information out on social, so lots of ways to connect and um, certainly um, whether they're needing support through a programme, we've got lots of programmes that we're running, Um, as I've mentioned, we've opened our new hub in Heaton Chapel and we've got a second one we're developing in Tameside, so um, there's things across different boroughs in in, in Greater Manchester and across the North West frankly that we're getting involved with Lots and lots. I'd, I'd, I'd put a shout out as well for you know a couple of exciting things going on. We've got our Time to Grow program launching, um, ready to get going in, in the new year. And ahead of that, we're really excited. Launching this week, we're creating a, a program all about civic leadership. And we've developed that in partnership with Sharon Amesu at She Leads for Legacy. Don't just say too much more about that, but there's some exciting announcements coming out later this week. So really exciting program to get involved with there and then just recently or in the last two it takes taken two years but <laughs> we just recently launched and founded the new manchester social economy alliance in partnership with mac and i know you had lauren from mac on one of your podcasts we've been working with her and wider people and you know we just felt it's you know it's important to help fill gaps in support infrastructure um, as well as to support individuals directly so yeah whether you're someone with an idea someone who's linked within the sort of strategic world um, you know, or somebody who wants to just, you know, have a coffee and a chat, you know, where, where,
1: you know, easily accessible and we'll put all the details in the show notes so how that people can get in touch with you as well Nicola and the flourish team what's great is when i hear about you know we always talk about the awards not being for one night um we talk about you know sort of those those connections that you talked about scheming um a second ago with with nikki but you know that the names you're talking about here is is brilliant when i hear that that you're having these conversations you're already forging those those partnerships and collaborations so it's great i'd
0: not i hadn't realized i didn't know lauren until i saw her she was managing a project that I was involved with a number of teams that we work alongside but yeah it wasn't till I saw her and and I I listened to her podcast lately I've learned so much about it It it's fantastic so I definitely recommend people to go back and listen to all the podcasts with people because every single one's got different tips and insights and you learn so much more about those people and what they're up to uh, around the edges of what you thought they were up to.
1: Uh, and, and you are, you. Let like you say, you know, I, I know I travel a lot and you're so busy with everything that you've been creating and evolving and innovating, but how do you stay focused? What's your how do you stay focused and what's that tip for anyone else out there who thinks they've got so much going on then it's it's tricky to do so I think anyone
0: that knows me well knows it's coffee haribo and lots of cake but no I think I think I was born I think I was born driven and focused and you know yeah although I'd say it's you know social needs the passion frustration and sometimes the desperation of the women that we support that definitely brings a sharp focus you know, it's those fine lines in terms of money, time, capacity that come with being a single parent that keep me very focused. So that, there's, there's a few things keeping me in check and keeping me focused. Um. You know, immediate priorities and, and the end goal. I guess. And I love
1: that yeah. we always talk about. Uh, I always feel like there's different slogans for tote bags and t-shirts, and yours is born driven and focused. I think is without a shadow of doubt that totally. Coffee and Harry Bow. Harry coffee and cake. Oh, Nicola, it's been absolutely brilliant uh, chatting to you. Um, I, I'm always amazed to hear what people do. You know, sort of. You know, it's great to hear how people and why they've won the award, but actually, what else, what's underneath the bonnet and then what's to come. It's never ending, is it? It's never ending. So I thank you for everything that you do as part of your personal focus drive uh, for Flourish. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. and look forward to levelling up with you. Definitely. We'll speak soon. Take care. Oh, Thanks Nicola, And thank you to all of you for listening. Like I said, we'll have more information about Flourish ic and the work that Nicola's doing in the team um, all in the show notes. And please do head over to our digital hub. We our to catch up on some of those previous podcasts and some of our insights as well. These episodes where I'm getting to speak to amazing people are every single week, so do subscribe to make sure that you don't miss a single episode and keep caught up on all our socials at North Power Women X slash Twitter and Northern Power Women on all of our other socials. Um, If you would like to join us on this mission of personal and professional development, please do stay in touch, leave a review, drop us an email, podcast at northernpowerwomen.com. My name is Simone, this is the Northern Power Women podcast in what goes on media production.